Hello, my friends, and welcome again to our Paul White Ministries podcast. Technically, that's what it's called on all of your podcast platforms is Paul White Ministries, but we call this daily version the Deeper Daily Podcast because every day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, we come at you with a little bit a little bit more today than we had yesterday, moving a little bit deeper into the text, moving a little bit further through the scriptures. Uh, this uh, particular day, we are in the 15th chapter of Mark. Jesus has just been crucified. Yesterday, we finished with reading verse 25. It was the third hour, and they crucified him. I talked about, I closed by telling you we'll get into that as a past tense word because it comes up, of course, again. But the first thing that really jumps out at me at, in regards to it coming up again as a theological point is, say, Paul's, Galatians, his famous Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, it's, you know, nevertheless not I, but it's Christ. I'm crucified. I died. The life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and who gave himself for me. Paul uses past tense, I am crucified, which is an odd phrasing. It doesn't seem odd to us because we're used to quoting it, but it's an odd phrasing to say, I am crucified. The proper usage should be, I will be crucified because crucifixion is something you don't come back from. To be crucified is to die. It's like, it's not proper English to say, I am dead, but rather I will die. But Paul uses those kind of phrases all the time. I died and my life is hid with Christ in God. As many of you as were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. So he takes a past tense event, crucified, the, the crucifixion of Christ, which on the timeline of Paul happens in the past, and he puts himself into the past event. I am crucified with Christ, he actually writes in the perfect tense Greek. So, I am crucified, I am always crucified, I will ever be crucified with Christ. Now, that doesn't negate the fact that I am also simultaneously resurrected and anticipating resurrection. All those things happen at the same time. I am crucified... I ever shall be crucified. I am resurrected in Christ. I someday will be fully resurrected in Christ. I am walking in the resurrection of Christ. These are great theological truths that all really get their kickoff in Mark 15, 25. It was the third hour and they crucified him. So in Mark's version, it's just, he's telling you the story. But when you get to Paul's version, the story of Jesus' crucifixion becomes the story of your crucifixion. So they crucified him is a past tense statement in a biographical sketch of the life and death of Christ. But theologically, it's the hinge point of our faith. The fact that we go from talking about Jesus as having been crucified to talking about the crucifixion as the point of our victory, the point of our salvation. That is quite a remarkable theological leap 
And it's one that we probably owe a lot to the Apostle Paul. If Paul should get credit for anything, it's that he takes the event of the cross and transforms it from a time of humiliation and defeat, because that's what crucified deaths were, and he transforms it into the beginning of victory. But he doesn't deny it. This is important. He doesn't deny that it happened. He doesn't act as if it shouldn't have happened. He uses it as an inflection point to to really investigate the purpose and plan of God in judging sin and death and evil. So Christ steps into crucifixion and then overcomes it through resurrection. The inscription, verse 26, and the inscription above his accusation was written above the king of the Jews. That phrase, accusation, maybe a little more close to crime, probably closer to the word charge. Uh, The inscription of his charge was written above. This is called the titulus in Latin. This is a sign. This was a, a, a Roman fact is that there was a sign that had to be carried in front of the prisoner on the way to their execution so that everyone standing in the street or by the road would know why they were dying. So the titulus was a title plate that was held up by, by a soldier um, I guess there might be evidence it was hung around the neck of the prisoner. I don't know if we have that for sure. That's a little bit of speculation. Uh, but the, the, the titular was carried to show the crowd what they had done wrong. Um, hopefully people in the crowd could read. There was always someone that could. And so they might read that to the other people in the crowd. And then the habit was that when you lay the criminal on the wood on the, the cross beam that you didn't actually lay them on a cross. You laid them on the, the, uh, the cross beam that they were carrying. You nailed their hands to that and then that piece was lifted up and dropped onto the vertical beam that stayed in the ground. They had vertical beams at their execution site that stayed in the ground permanently. You would lift the top, the cross beam and slot it in. It had a hollow hole in the center and slot it into the vertical beam and let it drop. And so the the criminal is nailed to that cross, but then when it drops, I think they called it the patibulum, when it dropped onto the vertical beam, their body would drop as well. And then, and before they, uh, and then somewhere on that vertical beam, they would nail a copy of the titulus. They would nail what they were accused of. Here's what Jesus is accused of. The king of the Jews. This is a fascinating accusation because the king of the Jews is not an accusation. It's a title. And it infuriates some of those chief priests. We don't see this in Mark, but in another gospel, they don't like that Pilate wrote the king of the Jews. They say, put that he said he was the king of the Jews. What they're saying is put his crime And Pilate responds with, I wrote what I wrote. And so there's been a lot of speculation as to what did Pilate mean by that. But the king of the Jews is what's over or beneath him, however you want to see that cross 
section um, as describing who he was and what he did. The thieves on his right and his left tomorrow. See you then. God bless.